0: Hello and welcome. We're back. Um, that's not Nick Bundy aging over the, over the weekend. Um, that is Mark Allison. I had to uh, call him Marco because Nick is ill again. He's got like the longest know. hangover. <laughs> <laughs> we are talking tonight about um, what the best tester is. You know, I've actually yeah. got some interesting things to ask you about the TIS stuff. Um Because obviously, I've got um, MFT Pro, which is really handy for starting up, my uh, going out on my own and stuff. I had to purchase one. Well, I got sent one, let's not lie about it.
1: (laughs) It's 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 an awesome topic, that one. I think it's a popular one amongst a lot of electricians. We all use them every day. Before we get into all that, I want to ask you how you've been getting on with your new career. Because I've been watching you from afar on social media. I've heard you speaking about it on the podcast already. How are you finding it
0: in the day to day life? being back, sort of working for yourself. How's it going? So here's the thing. Um, there's a couple of things I've had to put in place, like getting my nape getting my 18th, getting all things put in place before you can even really work legitimately as a, a domestic installer. Gold card's great, but it, it doesn't do everything. It doesn't cover all bases. And then I've also. Um, it's funny you should ask because I use a well. I've been trialing a piece of software. And um, here is my assistant to tell you about it. Go! Oh, I want to let you into a little secret. I hate doing paperwork because it means I don't get to spend time with my loved ones. Now, I use Payaka. Payaka makes running a service business super simple. Excuse me. They are a UK based uh, team who understand the construction industry. Now, you can create interactive quotes and menus, giving your customer the option to spec the install without you having to endlessly re-quote. I know, right? Now there's a new mobile app which allows you to quote, invoice, and also see any work you have scheduled. So get yourself organised, get Payaka, save yourself some time, and spend more time with your loved ones. Just connect it to your account software like Sage or QuickBooks, and you are good to go. Head over to payaka.com for your no-strings-free trial. High five? Boom. Payaka.com. Well, that was Harper, and joined me to tell you about Payaka. Anyway, so back to the subject, Mark. We are talking about um, testers. Now, obviously, the biggest name in testing at the moment, I would say in social media circles, is TIS. They come out of the blue about three years ago. I think that's
1: fair to say. I'd I'd seen them knocking around for quite a lot of time just going into the the wholesalers, but yeah, seeing more of the the mainstream influencers, if you like, using them and demonstrating the stuff they can do. I think Devo was the first one I saw using some TIS gear and that's what spiked my interest because I've always been um, a mega test set user. That's my brand. and you know you have the main ones, Dirty Flukes, and your megas, they seem to be the two that have the
0: biggest pools of users, if you like, I guess. I always, as an apprentice, I always wanted the fluke because the fluke box was cool, wasn't it? The Megas just looked like a bit old school.
1: Yeah, that yellow case with the flukes. Um, Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I had one of those actually right at the outset and it it got stolen out of a van, as many people will be able to appreciate. I'm sure there's loads of electricians who've had the test sets nicked. And then, yeah, I went on to to the Megas. I stuck with them probably for over 10 years, I'd say. Um, But, you know, we've got such a massive choice now of test instrument. There's loads of brands out there that... You maybe not even considered. <coughs> certainly the ones leading the way, I think, like you've said, in terms of value and overall, you know, what what the product can do.
0: I think TIS are quite a bit ahead of the rest of the competition, in my opinion. So I heard something interesting. I heard that they are actually the same as a Matrell, basically. Yeah,
1: I don't know how that, if that's true. On I know that it's... um a uh, company in, in Italy, I think, that actually make the product and TIS re it to sell in the UK. Uh, is it HT Instruments? I think that's what some of these um, accessories they supply are badged up as. And I don't know if that links in with Matrel or not. I mean, the Matrel testers look very different. It'd be the first.
0: Yeah, it's just could... like the same sort of gubbins as the Matrel, but in a different form factor. Possibly, I wouldn't be able to tell you that for definite. Well, I will well, say well, the well, Matrello, this is why I'm, you're I'm, here.
1: Well the Matrell top of the range stuff, you're looking at like three grand, maybe even more. So they're industry top of the range tester, you know, you're three grand in and it can do some clever stuff, no question. I've I've used one, I've had one on trial before. And again, Devo's got them on his channel, hasn't he? So that the, the Matrell is a is a great piece of equipment, but I think when you're looking at value as an electrician, you want something that can do the job. And do it well, but three grand's a lot of dirt is sinking to sink into a tester. Um it you is. know it's not something most most smaller contractors are gonna be doing, I would say.
0: I don't know you how it they comes, sell comes, it. Down,
1: comes down to that sort of thousand pound price point, I think, is sort of where it wants to be, I would say.
0: Yeah, I'd agree, because if you think like three grand, that's like for most tests, most tests, you get away with like a KT sixty three or whatever yeah. it is, a QTEC one them little ones for most household stuff you can get away with one of them um so i don't i suppose if you're like working in like heavy industrial i suppose it can is might be worth purchasing one of them Purchasing, i I think when you're at that kind
1: of level you're at different instruments for different tests in an industrial environment so you'll have a specialist you know earth leakage tester or a zs tester or an insulation resistance tester it wouldn't always be in that multi-function format so, pitching that mainly at like commercial and domestic electricians, you know, it's a bit of an, an outlay, I would say. In fairness to Matrell, they do do a, a lower priced variant. But just speaking about the, the TIS, I know that they're top of the range EV kits. So it's the EV100. That's the big thing everyone's doing at the minute. You know, the link up with that to the tester is industry leading. And I think they've won two awards the last couple of years going for best test instrument on the market. And that that says a lot to me. The other thing is, it's the, the warranty and service. I've had issues before with brands. I won't say which ones. Where a oh, couple, of years, couple of years old, they've gone faulty, and they want a crap ton of money to fix it, which costs about the same as the tester did in the first place. So, so To know that someone like TIS is offering a three-year warranty, you know, that's a big win for me right from the start. A lot of people say, I've never heard of TIS before. I'm going to stick with Fluke and Mega because it's got that brand reputation and you kind of know where you stand.
0: You know, but they're backing their product. But they, I think Mega dropped the ball recently, haven't they? They've dropped the ball with, um, the, is it the 1500 range? Is that
1: the seventeen?
0: Oh, the uh, 1700 41,
1: range, yeah. ones. Um, I think, I don't want to speak for other people because they're not here to tell the whole story, but there's been a few discussions on social media where they've had issues with the test sets. I know they had to recall their um, EV test adapter as well. There was some sort of fault with it. They had to have them all back and
0: make a repair on. And I guess these things can happen to anyone. Um, they happen, it's but I think, it's, I think that's really thrown a spanner in the works for Mega at the moment because it don't take a lot to become a, an unreliable company. I'm not saying they are because they, they've been around for decades. The thing is, they're only down the road for me as well in Dover. I drove past are, the yeah. one day. It's, yeah. um,
1: well-known brand out there, they cover a right range of equipment. So, you know, you, you can't... You Wouldn't go far wrong with mega, I would I would say generally, but you know, it's that reputation they've built up over years. It's the same with the pat testers. You think of pack testers, you're thinking of sea would that would be my first thought if I was thinking of a pat testing instrument. Well, normally pack testing instruments. Well, we know, we know you probably don't, but if you was, and then the same with your MFTs, you know, the two brands, your megas and your flukes, but there's other ones as well. You've got these budget ranges as well. You can get now. There's the um, ethos ones. Someone was sharing that on, on Twitter the other day. I think they're like. Four 500 quid. Um, so you can go to that level and, you know, you get what you pay for with a lot of these things. The big win with the TIS, in my opinion, is all the different extras it can do. So now we're doing all this stuff around battery storage and your solar panels and your EV charging. The fact that that one instrument has got all the extra features in to do with, you know, your volt drop, your power quality analysis, earth leakage there's loads of extra stuff in there that lots of the other mfts don't give you
0: they've been quite they've been quite savvy bringing that out and they like putting it all and making it upgradable as well so it's just a software update a lot of it isn't it yeah i mean
1: at the um trying to think which one it was with the ev adapter so the original mft pro didn't come out with that software built into it they updated them and now it can do those tests so like you say it does have that facility which is a big win for a manufacturer when you
0: can give extra features to people for yeah. no cost whatsoever that's pretty slick also this isn't an advert for tis we're just having a genuine discussion around it it's um yeah i mean everyone's seen across social media i'm a bit of a tis fanboy so it's not yeah, you are that, it's not that we've
1: been paid for that at all um it is just a general chat about the testers and there is an interesting angle on all this because obviously the way we're testing now has changed through amendment two I know that, that you guys haven't really spoken much about the changes in amendments to on the podcast because you've not wanted to go there as yet. But there has you know been why? some... why? Because I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I don't really care. Well, that's fair enough. Not a lot of electricians genuinely do, I think, is the truthful answer to it. No, There's like... a lot of people in the social media space who love it, people like me, who want to debate and discuss these things. But I'd say probably 60%, 70% of Sparks just go to work every day, just go work for the job
0: sheets yeah. and get it done. It's becoming more important for me because as I as my progression builds and I start taking on jobs and I'm having to do, here's the thing though: a lot of the cable cable calcs and stuff I'm probably not going to have to do because it's rule of thumb in it. And nine times out of ten, it's rule of thumb or fo- or phone mark. And if I can't get hold of mark, phone Devo. It like it's not it sounds really bad and it sounds like a really bad thing to say but the reality is a lot of the stuff that's covered in the 18th edition is is rule of thumb in at
1: a domestic level you can certainly make that argument although it's it's changing it's getting more complex now here's moving we're moving <laughs> towards all this all this like consumer in and all that stuff it is going to get more complicated but for the minute if you're wiring up someone's house like you're saying you don't want to do rewires you just want to do a consumer unit change or you want to do an EV charger install you know there's not a
0: lot of complexity to that really no and um, so here's the thing with domestic stuff I think it's getting more so I come up with this thing the other day right fresh out of college um, a gold card electrician is better than someone who's done a domestic installer course. They just will be. Mm. But as the careers progress, the use of knowledge for a gold card electrician working in a commercial industrial environment reduces. And the knowledge that you have to have in domestic increases because it's all on you because you're out on your own most of the time and even if you're working for a company they expect you to be able to install to the 18th standard or 17th at the time and what you find is like myself coming out of the commercial industrial like sector and the um and then going into domestic it's like that now like i really got i really got to dig deep and 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 level and level it back up with, with with where I should be because again when you're doing industrial and commercial stuff you do it slips doesn't it it does slip um, yeah because you're not you're not having to look up things uh, and if you pulled up if you said to your your, your supervisor oh mate that don't comply with reg one one four two four four and he'd be like mate in inst- put it in. That's not our problem. We've got the drawings, we work to the drawings. If it don't comply to the regs, that's the geezer in the office's problem. I ain't interested. Let's go. And that's that's exactly how it is. And well, in my experience, which is vast.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Most experienced geezer on the social media space, I'd say. But yeah, you make a good point. As as always, that is very true. If you're working from plans day in, day out, and you just kind of Doing the grunt work, if you, I suppose, is the, the nicest way doing of it. Doing the skillful it. work, the craftsmanship. Yeah, the grunting work. If you're then going off on your own and you're responsible for your own designs, your own install, your own testing, you need to know a lot more and then how to piece all that together because you've got to start filling in the paperwork. I guess you maybe want doing that every day, filling
0: in certificates. Mate, what, if you're working on site, There's no, very rarely will you be given a certificate to fill out because they don't they don't want you anywhere near it you write them down in a notepad you give them to your supervisor how he wants them so he will tell you how you give them to the supervisor and then he'll send them into the office and they'll have someone do it in the office like honestly you won't ever fill out a test sheet they're n- never going to give you an ipad because that's going to go missing no chance none yeah
1: so i mean you've got you've got that Learning journey to go on, and knowing how to fill it all in. It's it's one of those where a lot of the time it's knowing which boxes not to put data in as well, because ultimately if you are entering something into a certificate, somebody can pin your ass to a wall with that at some point, whether you like it or not. When I say that, it's not the usual argument that you will go to prison. It's more a, a commercial angle that if you've done something that you were saying you have done when maybe you haven't, somebody will try and come back to you on that point. So you have to make sure your paperwork's in order. Um, every job you do—that's one of the
0: most important things. Stating all of that on a written document. Yeah, I think you're right. So, getting back to testers for a sec. Top five testers, five to one. Let's go. Uh, for me, well, if,
1: I'd say if we're going to weigh it on sort of overall value rather than just the best features, because
0: you know you—that's yeah, what I'm saying. Mark Ellison's top five testers. Yeah, starting at yeah. At the bottom, uh, yeah. q tech I would
1: say. Uh, okay. Yeah, well, there's obviously going to be ones below that. This is the top five, so it's the best five, if you like. Be specific. Muddles. The KT64, KT they've got that nice new colour screen one with the EV adapter. That looks okay. pretty decent as a sweet little setup. Um, Then at number four, I would probably go for... I don't know, actually. i will do the top three because that's easier. TIS first, Fluke second, Mega third. The fourth one, I don't know, mate, to be fair. Maybe I need to knock not Q-Tech up to fourth.
0: So, Matrell's not in the running? Did I not get Maitrelle in third? No, I didn't. No, sorry, Maitrelle in fourth. Okay. So, TIS, the
1: MFT Pro. Yeah, the Fluke, I think it's a 1654. I think it's their current top-of-the-line tester. I don't know where they stand on EV testing, Luke. I've not seen
0: much of their EV testing here. They're actually a massive company, but you don't really hear from them, do you? They're not really active. No, I think they're like a big American brand,
1: I think. Is that the prime Mm. market, I guess? I don't really know how it it all works at that kind of level. A lot of these are international brands that just sell stuff in this country, aren't they? Yeah. But then, yeah, I'd probably put the the mega in third um, just because of some of the, the recent issues. I know it's always a bit of a toss-up between Fluke and Mega in fairness, And then the Matrell in fourth, and then I'll go for q in fifth, and all the budget brands underneath that. What's a budget brand? I'm thinking of, like, Ethos, and I can't think of the other. There's a couple of other names. Dialogue? Yes, Dialogue. That's another one. And no disrespect to those brands. It's just <laughs> you're a lower, you're a lower price brand. point. <laughs> you're a, you're a, you a lower price point. I guess it's one of those things, isn't it? And people have their favourites. So I'd say to anyone watching this, if you've got a a test instrument you like using, get in the comments and let us know which ones you prefer. If you're a manufacturer watching this and we've missed you, or you want to let us know about the features of your test instruments, hit Sam up and let him know because, you know, we want to talk about these things. Do we? Of Of course we do. I think it's one of the things most electricians are interested in, certainly in the domestic space, because... Generally, everyone's got a tester. Let's be honest. We all need one, whether we like it or not, for the CPS's assessments. And you know, I'm going back to when I first started. I'm thinking probably on site, out of 20 Sparks, there was one tester. That was it. Yeah, that's Now, it. Now, now you look around, everyone's got a tester.
0: A quick message from our sponsor, Life Audio, Bluetooth Speakers. Now, they are doing an installer scheme at the moment. So become a registered installer. Um, get your free merch. So your Life Audio stickers... Your Life Audio pens. Beautiful Life Audio t-shirt that I'm too fat to fit in. And uh, to do that, just send an email. And the email will be below and in the show notes. Back to the show. Yeah. um, So this brings me on to another thing. I am um, booked in to do my 18th. Been really naughty and not done it. Um, And I would say, if you haven't done it, are you really an electrician? Because... If you can't install to the to the required rigs, reg, should you be installing as an electrician? That's what the arguments a lot of people have.
1: I mean, in terms of the update as well, I'm not doing the update to amendment two. So I've done my 18th edition.
0: Do you need I've to? Just
1: the, I've just done the CPD in terms of the amendment. That's enough for me. Um But yeah, if you're still only on 17th edition qualification, I don't think it's unreasonable.
0: To do every change of regs at least, so here 's the thing when I was uh coming up they like on it 's kind of like an unwritten rule almost not a rule, but like if you 've done the fifteenth you didn 't do the sixteenth you wait till the seventeenth if you 've done the seventeenth you, you don 't wait you don 't do the eighteenth, you do the nineteenth hold tight.
1: Sam's just it's disappearing to go and get his 17th edition certificate, I think. But yeah, no, he's, oh, he's right. That's the same approach I would take as well. Um, you know, to do, do, do the change at the change of regulations 16, 17, Bob, 17. You don't need to carry on, you know. I do know some people will do the amendment um, every time one comes out.
0: You don't need to carry on, Bob. I,
1: I'm carrying on. <laughs> Wait, where are you going?
0: I've got a good goodnight, kiss. Oh, okay. Have lovely sleeping times,
1: lovely love baby. <laughs> I thought you'd gone to piss out the
0: front of your shed door. No, <laughs> no, I hadn't. <laughs> right, okay, let's roll. Um, and then, yeah, you would do your nineteenth. Um, so I wasn't really planning on doing it, to be honest with you, because. But it's is such a bad one, mindset isn't it it's did you horrendous. last to do the 17th then is that the last one you did i didn't do it i qualified under the 17th so you didn't have to do oh, it well
1: it's covered in your
0: like your yeah. or whatever it is so um obviously i spoke to Napit and asked them where it was a good place to do it locally um and they said uh they put me in contact with the electrical academy in maidstone um so i'm really really excited about that actually i think um because I want to do my 2391 as well. I'm sick of being a testing dummy. Like, I, I literally am clueless, as you well know. And, um, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm actually really excited about it because I'm going to be learning some new stuff. And I never, ever thought I would do the 2391. It's expensive. it's Got to take time off work don't really is it worth having it's it's one of them things and so i'm going to be doing the 18th and the 2391 so 18th is booked for when's it booked for 23rd of march i'm oh, doing the three days i thought why why just like i might as well have do the course takes all the pressure off doesn't it get all mm. fresh in my mind and then just yeah go and smash it yeah, you might as well, and you're going
1: to need it anyway for your CPS if you register. And I assume you're still on that journey as well, are you? Yeah. You
0: so CPS it, up. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So it's all part of it. So getting all that, all these boxes ticked. Um, and I really want the two three nine one because I, I just think it's, I think it's essential if you're going into domestic. Um, it's going to be really difficult to, to test. To a, to a really good level, like like you could, but I don't know how, I don't know if that's even necessary. Do you know what, I mean? Do you know what mate? Testing's really not that difficult. It's not, certainly not at a domestic
1: level. Have you seen um, Mike's videos? He's just been dropping out. Mate. They phenomenal are phenomenal videos. Scale. Yeah. Amazing.
0: One I'll minute is just done on
1: him. <laughs> I okay. know he's been taking some heat from a few dummies on some of them as well, but to be oh. fair, they're absolutely brilliant. And all that content's out there from loads of different people. So you can go and watch hey, that. It's, it's
0: really it's not that complicated once you actually get into the routine of doing it. The one minute videos are killer. And it's I'll tell you why. Because I'm a testing dummy. But I'm quite I do have some knowledge. So like just learning what he's doing, like them one minute things just give you a quick refresher and I can fill in the blanks then. I really only need those one minute videos to sort of fill in the blanks. Am I competent at testing? No. Watching these one minute videos won't make me competent at it. But it's still really good. Really, really good. Um, also, stop moaning about. Oh, fuck. It wound me up. I was legitimately annoyed that people were shouting out about, oh, your probe, the, the ends of the the probes and, and all this. Sort. Oh, they're not gf 38 and the probe ends. You've got less than two millimeters. Shut up. Shut up. Shut it, up. It is one of them really annoying
1: things. I know exactly where Mike's coming from with that, because I go to my bag and I've lost those probe ends so many times. they so really annoying, that's why. Yeah, I mean, and again, the TIS ones, they actually retract into the probe. So, Got nice a set. Features. Yeah, nice feature with those. But yeah, it's one of those things. Somebody makes something. I think Mike said it best himself. It's harder to
0: create than it is to criticize or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but that listen, snagging is, is the easiest job in the world. Like you could do the best installation in the world. Someone would come and snag it because it, it's just easy, isn't it? Of course it is. It's so easy.
1: And, and, uh, and, and then if you've got, watch, watch my testing videos. They'll go on like 25 minutes the most of It's just me talking bollocks about putting my head above a ceiling tile. Mike's covered it in one minute. The I basics know, awesome. are all
0: in there. It's incredible. The other thing is, um, Sam Bellend, a well known teacher um, on Twitter, f- has, has asked him to apologize for that video. No way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a Bellend.
1: Yeah, I think we saw a bit of that with, um, was it that Camp safe for September campaign as well, where there was a lot of signaling about, you know, if you're not showing safe isolation in the right way, and it's not. That one individual who you are mentioning, I don't think in this case. But same sort of principle. People want to come out and kind of make people, make content in a certain way. So that's not how it works. People want to do the stuff that they enjoy. If it's right or wrong, they're not there teaching
0: and instructing anybody. They're just sharing what they're doing. Get a grip. But here's the thing though. How dangerous is it to not have them ends on the probes as a skillful, like Mikey is top of the line. He's a top of the line electrician. He's not like he's a top of the line, competent, proper electrician with all the gear. Mm. Is that gonna cause him an issue?
1: Yeah, well no, and he's not making a mistake and he's giving due care and attention. No. But I guess it's that one percent situation where someone makes a mistake, you want every bit of extra protection you can. What's the worst that can happen with them? I guess you could short them out together and have a nice little spark in front of your face. Oh wow. (laughs) Hashtag not dead. Do you know what I mean? Like uh, it. it's, it's one of those things. It is, it is a safety. It is one of those last It's like VDE tools. You're never really going to be using them for a VDE purpose. But if you've made a mistake and not isolated the circuit in the right way, and you're working live without knowing that there is that extra layer. And it's the same with the probe tips. If you slip when you're on a terminal and, you know, make some stupid mistake, it does reduce the prospect of
0: having a shot in front of your face. And that's why What is there. the likelihood? What percentage chance if you had done it a thousand times would there be i I've, I've never I've never slipped
1: on a terminal myself ever. But that's not to say I never would, I suppose. There must be a reason why they want them to be used because otherwise it wouldn't be a thing, would it? No. But what I'm saying is people need to relax. Yeah, I, I agree. And again, Mike said it himself he just didn't have his end tips on, but the same principle applies. He Put lost the probes on. Yeah, Yeah, he lost him. He
0: said that. And he's (laughs) like, I ain't going to bloody, I'm not going to go out there and and buy a set and then wait two weeks to do the video. I just wanted to get the video done. That's it. it. It's his content. Yeah, and aside from that one, the other
1: ones he's put out anyway around the R2 tests and the R1, R2s, all the same principle. I think he's got more coming as well. It's like another angle on all this testing. There's really detailed videos that um, I've had a go at and that Gary's done loads of. And now you've got Mike, this young and, as you said, very, very competent electrician, sharing his knowledge and skills with other people in a really well-presented way. I don't think you can knock his production Mate, level on those videos. I wish I could
0: edit like that. Snap. <laughs> 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 like, the thing is, I hate editing. Like, yeah. I hate it. I hate it. That's why this is so poorly edited. I will put a nice little skin on it, and I will put some little things on there, and that's me done. Editing as far as I go is is Monday Club is my peak of editing skills. Um, But what have you been up to?
1: Yes, same old, same old. The old EV testers, I guess. I've been sharing a little bit of that on social media, where we're trying to open some up to apprentices to come along and do some work with us as well through the school summer holidays. So we've got um, some school EV charging jobs. There's
0: like twenty two we've got to do before the end of the year. This is another thing. This is another thing. Cutting you off. Apprentices asking for work on social. media. I oh, know we've
1: triggered you. I've seen
0: your discussions today. It, it winds me up. It winds me up. Like honestly, oh, um, um, I've got, I've done some, I've done some college, and um, I need to get some experience. Uh, is there anyone willing to let me work it around my schedule uh, with them? I don't mind working for free. The accents you give people from social media are brilliant. <laughs> but that's what it is isn't it Or it's just like that mindset of like i don't mind working around my times um to gain experience i don't get it i don't get it because here's the thing if i did it i didn't have a formal apprenticeship at 16 17. um was a fail but not failed salesman i just couldn't just didn't like it man it's too much um and I just wanted a trade, so I went, and I always wanted, to, like, my brother was a chippy, and I always kind of thought, oh, I'd like to be an electrician, like, if I was ever gonna do a trade, and then I did it. Um, I queued up with all the 16-year-olds at the college. Um, really nice teacher, actually, I can't remember his name. He said, listen, I'll take a chance on you, because I had no qualifications when I left school, none. Um Listen, I'll take a chance, we'll sign you up, boom, done. And I got on the course, and it was a proper. Um, it's an FE college, and it was a proper um, apprenticeship course. So it, it it done everything all under one roof. Yeah, the AM two, the the whole lot, and it was not that expensive. <laughs> I think it's like eight hundred quid for the first year or something. Um, That's not bad. Yeah, it was eight hundred quid for the first year. I think it was fifteen hundred quid for the second year and. Three, three uh, grand or something for the. F- I didn't pay it in the end. Um, mm. I, I can't remember what happened. I think you they stole it from the stones of it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, I have done that, and mate, you, like, and this was at, at, like this was during the recession as well. Well, when the recession started coming, so there, people weren't handing out work easy. So I would ask around, I'd ask in the gym, I would be like, like networking. I was a crazy person then, a cr- legit crazy person. Off my head crazy um, back then, but I still had the wherewithal. The first thing I did, this is another thing that winds me up about apprentices. Well, I didn't know that um, that's not the real qualifications. What? The first thing I did, right, I want to be a gold card electrician. What do I need to do? phone up the jrb what is the criteria you need from a, a, a an adult learner to get a goal card and they're like right it's this this and this so i took that to the college i said will i get this at the end of the college And I was like yes i was like are you sure because it's all i'm interested in i had tunnel vision on getting my gold card so i did that so there's no there's no like there's no if ands or buts I knew exactly what I needed to get. These people going, Oh well, um, I've done a course that said I'll be electrician and um yeah, it cost me fifty two thousand pounds and they said I'll be earning six million pounds a year, but um ended up um not being qualified. These vices are so fucking <laughs> Yeah, but it's like they need to get a grip of themselves. I know what you I
1: know what I know what you're saying. Um, but I guess everyone's got different personalities. You're quite a confident geezer, you've got no problem putting yourself out there and you know getting yourself known and making things happen but not everyone's got that personality about them and not everybody has the same experience and knowledge as maybe you did so it is it's different um but yeah i I take take your point there is an element of self-responsibility one of the first things i tell anybody in apprentice one-to-one and you're looking for work is to do the basics get on the job boards check the agencies out get around your wholesalers do all of the things offline that you can do because that will really benefit you and then yeah Get involved in some of the social media chats. Let people know what you're looking for. There's no harm in that. Um, I'm not against but don't it. Make, don't, don't make it your sole focus. I know if, if you're just going on social media expecting you put a post out and all of a sudden you're going to have loads of job offers, that's not how it works at all. It's really
0: it's, it's difficult. Like, it's like, it's the dumbest thing. It's the dumbest thing. Uh, like, go, like you're living at home with your parents and your mum goes, have you, done any, have you done any job searching? Say, Yeah, mum. I put post on Twitter. What do you want? You can
1: really leverage social media to help you. Make a profile, share some of the work you've been doing. Like, yes. you've done doing some work, get yes. some pictures of that. There's some really powerful people idea. on Instagram who are, like, second- and third-year apprentices who've had job losses here and there. They're no fault of their own. And because they've had that to fall back on and to send to people alongside their CVs or getting yep. other people up on social media, it's another way of getting some engagement with a That's potential really employer.
0: Yeah. Um, do do with that. I agree with that. I will tell you, who does that really well is a lot of the girl electricians on Instagram, like Charlotte Electrics, uh, L's, um, even some. Of, she's, as well. she's fully qualified, but th- a lot of them, Beth, Beth Electrics as well, um, T Electrics. They, they do. Yeah, she's done some cracking posts. Loads of them apprentice girls um, really do some. Like they, they document what they're doing very well, and they and they paint a very good profile of themselves i think um they 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 make themselves look very employable
1: yeah showcase your work it's one of the best things you can try and do even if yeah you know from a from an employer's point of view and a business owner we want to market ourselves show what we can do do that in your, your content on social media same thing if you're an apprentice and you're trying to attract an employer having that there is only going to help and the same way getting involved in the discussions like you said people putting posts out I need a job, whatever. If that's your sole effort over and over and over, then it's not going to get you very far. But every now and then, just to let people know you are looking for work, there's no harm in that. Maybe like an extra 10% on the effort you should be making in other places. So still do it. What you, this is all you need to do. It's very, very simple.
0: If You've done you, a podcast and your own video on this already, mate. Yeah. It's out there. <laughs> If you need to find work as you come out of college, you've got bum ass qualifications because you didn't you didn't um, take charge of your own education. This isn't school. This is further education. You are an adult learning now. So you need to take charge of your own education. First things first, you find out what qualifications you need from the source. So phone up the NIC and say, I wanna be a domestic installer, what do I need? Or I wanna be the all singing, all dancing electrician. Phone up the NIC, phone up the JRB, phone up, uh, nape it. Get it sorted, find out what it's gonna be. Now, you go to college and you come out, you've got bum qualifications. What do you do now? Well, first thing I would do would be to create a spreadsheet, name of the company, Uh, contact at the company, telephone number, uh, email address, and notes. And I would search for every single company within a 10-mile radius, then a 20-mile radius, and then a 30-mile radius until you, you build up a picture and a database. That's what's called your pot of gold. And then what you do is if you ever fall out of work or if you... Um, if you're struggling to get work, you go for your pot of gold. You might get you might get another apprenticeship for it. You might get um, a PAYE contract, or you might just be labour-only subby. Failing that, there's these things called employment agencies, M&E employment agencies that specialise in employing electricians, electricians' mates, um, electrical improvers, and labourers. And I can tell you now, I could make 10 phone calls and have 10 jobs for um, electricians mates, quite simply, flooded at the moment with electricians mates, uh, mates jobs, you can go and get a job as an electricians mate, anywhere. And guess what, it's decent money. I saw one the other day for 17 pound an hour. That's £136 a day. Let's say £140 a day on an eight-hour day. Probably be more like a nine- or ten-hour day. That's £36,000 a year.
1: Mm. It's out there. You're not wrong. You've said this a few times before, mate. You've been through this. And I, I know you won't have been watching, but me, Craig, and Jamie have been doing some podcasts on our little channel speaking to people in different situations. We're going to do that over the next few weeks. And I mentioned to the guys today about you coming on at the end to basically tell everyone how they've been doing it wrong. But they suggested, <laughs> they suggested alongside me that perhaps you know to try and raise awareness of what we've been doing and getting other people's stories out there to a bigger audience, we should maybe take your show show over and come and speak about that with you on Monday Club, maybe.
0: Okay. Um, I'm gonna put a link into the show notes for Apprentice One to One podcast. It's really good for apprentices. Um, it's really good You've not listen. I no, I don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> I Don't watch Bundy. I don't listen. Um, I don't really even listen back to these often, even when I'm editing. I I have it on like double speed, and uh, you're I'm missing just, out. Oh.
1: You're missing out, mate. But No, no, I'm not, because I'm doing it. Why? What, what are you watching on YouTube then? If you're not watching actually, anyone, Feel Weekly,
0: got, yeah, you've got me on to them. Actually, that is a really good channel, mate. Best construction channel on YouTube could possibly be one of the best channels on YouTube. I look forward to it. Like, I legit. What is it you like
1: about it? Why do you like it so much?
0: Because it's like he's an interesting geezer um, as well, um, and I think I like the way he's he show. Like, you sort of build up this picture of him. Like, his detail, his attention to detail, and his attention to design and everything. He just he's got an aesthetic vision of his company that I really appreciate. Uh, he brands everything. Everything's branded, and I love that. Then he also goes, um, and then he talks about like the hustle and how he can't turn off and all the problems that he faces and stuff like that, and how he gets over them. And then he shows the relationships with competitors and stuff like that. And he's got a, he's got a fantastic relationship with his his competitors and stuff. And it's just like the way he's scaling and moving forward and building like these little empire, and he's doing it in such a um, in, in, listen, I can only go on the video, but he just seems like a very genuine, decent guy. Like, honestly, I I love the program. I love the way it's put together. I love the way it's edited. I like the vibe of it. It's it's a brilliant. It's a brilliant show. Yeah. So the main thing I'm taking about that is you really like the geezer. Ultimately.
1: So yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's he's a hunk. That's the big buy-in, isn't it? With a lot of these these things you
0: watch. You need to be interested in the person who's actually behind the camera, I guess. No, I just I just like him. I, I rate him. I, I like I like the way he moves and the way he gets things done. I think it's uh, very interesting. Um, yeah. Uh, well, that's why I think a lot of
1: people don't realise with the, some of the, elect- going back to the electrical YouTube space, that there can't be just electricians watching all that. You're watching him, not as somebody specifically from <laughs> his sector. And I think with your shirt, like this right now, is mainly going to be electricians watching it. You know, you've got a car audience of probably a couple of thousand of people tuning in all the time.
0: Yeah, I, I suppose we have. Listen, we're still very tiny, um, but we are a electrical podcast, so it's never going to be massive. We're never going to be throwing 100,000 uh, views and stuff like that. It's just not possible. Um, and plus, it's a Zoom podcast as well, which is a bit pony, if I'm honest. Um that's your fault for living in France. If you want to have an in-studio podcast, you need to move some more sensible, mate. Who wants to live in the Midlands, though? Nick Bundy? <laughs> mate, <laughs> mate, I am so happy when I get back to my little area. Like, far so how are from... you finding that? Because I've been speaking to you offline
1: loads about how miserable you were while you were travelling away. How is your life now? You're back at
0: home. Um, I've never been happier, and... I, it, overall, it was a positive experience doing it because it gave me the confidence I needed um, because it's all on you. It gave me um, a new appreciation for where I live and my family. And well, I didn't appreciate them, but you know, you can take them things for granted a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then, um, yeah, it's just nice to be back, man. It's nice to be back um, and just picking up life where where we left it off. You've got more money <laughs> instantly. Um, and yeah, no, it's just, it's a it's a better vibe. I wouldn't advise um, anyone who has a family, excuse me, to do this job. Uh, well, to do that job, staying away. I think it would be awesome if you're about 23, 24, you're single, you're struggling to move out of your mum's house, because everything's so expensive and but you don't want to rent because you want to buy. You could you could literally stay away rent free. Come mm-hmm. home on the weekends to your mum's house. But you're away like bung her fifty quid or whatever for the weekend. And you could literally save up a deposit in probably two years. And a fat deposit as well like it's making sure you do that and not blow it along the way that's the that's well, the key to it all yeah but like your meals are paid your accommodations paid um if you're smart your gym's paid like you get, you get uh, Tinder. You get the gold platinum package on Tinder. You Throwing can go Tinder around the in country, that. burden it up. Like, honestly, I, like there was a guy on there and he was known for it. Known for it. Because you get these... They're not putting you in a hotel, like a Premier Inn. Oh, do you want to come around to my Premier Inn? No, I'm not a prostitute. Like, it, you're in like a real nice... Oh, yeah. um, no, you're in a real nice, like, flash flat. Um, and they like the, the younger lads were drawing drawing girls back to the to the uh, pad all the time because it's, it's the way it works nowadays. Um, I think I think that would be a great experience for anyone of that sort of age. Um, maybe you know the difficulty is
1: the difficulty is you get kind of stuck in that routine there, don't you? Before you know it, you guys are girls our age, and it's all you've ever known. You've got families at home. You're not very happy in your job, a bit miserable with things, and you don't realise how different it could be. So you sharing you sharing what's happening to you now is probably quite relevant to more people than you realise. There'll be lots of people who are in the late 30s, early 40s who've always been in that cycle of working away from home, Monday to Friday. Um, you know, and it is a it is a hard life when you've got little kids at home.
0: Yeah, it's it, it is really hard, and although you've got things like zoom and facetime and stuff like that it's still it's still boring like you're still you're only really getting 10 minutes with your kids and 10 minutes with your wife because they've got stuff to do they haven't got two hours to sit down and talk to you and the other thing is you try having a conversation with a three-year-old they <laughs> like they want to tell you exactly what's on their mind and then they want you to go because now they've got to do this next thing they, <laughs> they they've got a attention span of a gnat um so yeah you miss out on so much stuff and like I said to uh, my wife, I was like, Joe you know what? I miss just sitting there ignoring you, texting Neil and Mark." <laughs> 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 She's not faint. Um So yeah, it, it's yeah, it's just one of them ones. Um, and now I'm back, mate. I I finished on the Friday. I had work on the Monday. Um, so where are you was... finding
1: your work at the minute? What are you actually What are you actually doing? What's the nuts and bolts? Some phone calls like? out
0: my pot of gold. Got a job um, in Ashford, uh, flat bashing, and it's not really flat bashing. I'm doing all the uh, snagging, but again, I kind of took it because I was like, I'm done with commercial work, really. But this is flat bashing. It's good money, two twenty a day, um, and I'm there eight till four, um, and I just plod it out, mate. I just plod it out, and because, because. It, Do you find that you've got to a stage in your career where nothing's really... Like, you've seen most things by now. Mm. You've seen most things. Nothing really bamboozles you. I always say, there is no shit jobs. It's all jobs. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, there's no... Oh, I've been given the shit work today. Well, no, not really. It's all work. I don't want to do all work equally. So... Yeah, do you know what I mean? That's <laughs> the truth. The truth of the matter is, I don't want to do any work. Um, I don't enjoy it. So oh,
1: I, I listen I to what you were saying about taking these places apart. I don't know if you shared it on Instagram or the <laughs> podcast. I can't remember now. But making holes in places to reroute your cables, snagging stuff is among the hardest stuff in a domestic property you can do. <laughs> Trying <laughs> to work around finished shit is a pain in the ass.
0: Let me tell you, I must have cut 30 holes in the other day 30 <laughs> holes and big ones as well because i had to get my drill up because what they do in new builds flats don't they so just so they have a void above the ceiling which is which is i don't know say it's a three foot void above the ceiling which is cool it makes life easier for rod over and stuff like that but then say you've got a helmet light here or a under cupboard lights and the, and the thing comes out on on this side, on the right hand side, and then you've got the cooker and then there's a little cupboard that needs an under thing and you've got to take that feed over to there. Well, you ain't going through you ain't going through the tin on the back because one, it's going to be um, double boarded ply lined. So you ain't rodding through that, no. Because then it's got insulation and then it's got the tin as well. So that's a no, that's a no bueno. So you've got to go up into the ceiling, up and over and down. So the ceiling goes there and the wall goes up right up to the top of the ceiling. So you've got to get you've got to cut a hole out big enough to get your drill up to cut another hole in, above there. And you've got to do the same over there. And then there was something here, so I had to cut another hole here. And then I had to cut another hole just above the things. Mate, it was murder. And I was You're right like
1: patchwork. Is these new build like sold gaffs
0: or are these Rental student account. What is it? Two hundred and sixty thousand pounds each, and they're just a patchwork plasterboard. Mate, there was. I was in there the other day, and honestly, I was like, "Why is there so many holes being cut around in this place?" And they're like, <laughs> "Well, you know, sometimes these things happen, mate." Like, honestly, so many holes. Like, the person buying it will never know because they're like they're tied up and there's and like it's done to a good standard. But you think you've got lovely new plasterboard walls. You ain't. You've got plasterboard walls with a hole in it and then a bit of batten and some dodgy dodgy plasterboard nails holding it together. It's a, it's an absolute show. What a load of practice for you, though, if you're going to be going into EV installs, because that's
1: you know, primarily the biggest problem with EV is getting your cable from A to B without trashing
0: someone's house, and you've had a... Right, good go at it on this one. It's going to stand you in good stead, mate. Well, this this is my whole thinking about it because I thought, yeah, let's let's uh, let's dive into this, and I'm um, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. Like I don't feel any pressure, which was nice um, because I'm just sort of oddbodding around. Um, I think the pressure will come, but again, doing little little jobs round round the area is fine. But if i want to get to the next level and be in a legit outfit, I do need to be registered with a CPS. And to get registered with a CPS legitimately, I do need to uh, get my two three nine one and my eighteenth edition. I don't necessarily need the two three nine one immediately, but I need to be working towards it. It's just not uh, viable without that. Yeah, definitely. So if you want,
1: if you want to get all the boxes ticked, you need to get on with that, mate, and get it sorted. Yeah, so we're on that we're on that path right now. I
0: always the same thought, as when you say,
1: interview me. No, but you say you say when you were talking about your gold card and you identified right, I want my gold card. This is what I'm going to do to get it. You've now identified you want to be EV installer or whatever it is you want to do in the electrical industry, but you need to be badged for your CPS and you need this, this, and this to get there. And now you're working through that. And in the meantime, you're keeping busy earning money. So you should get this message out there. It's probably quite relevant to a lot of other people as well. Get it back on the Fat Sam channel, mate.
0: Yeah, the thing is, Fat Sam Channel. It's just oh, I just leave that there, sitting there. It's it's all right, but it's um I'm sort of done with vlogging. I might put up some Barring. <laughs> no, what I might do is I might do a I might do a how to get workers and a how to get work as labour only or subby or through agency and generally for apprentice one to one, so that can be on there as a resource. Cause there's no point yeah. linking it to my channel. Um But yeah, that's really, that's the story so far. We established the testers. We've established, um I scammed my college. I'm now scamming another college and um I haven't done my 18th. Awesome, really. Brilliant. <laughs> Fuck sake. <laughs> I don't, you know, sometimes when you're talking too much, you think, why have I said all this? Oh, well, it's uh, nothing no one knows, really, is it? It's all no. out
1: there. You've already said it in Twitter no. land multiple times. Um, so what else did you want to talk about, Mark? Uh, I think that was about it, to be fair, mate. I, I don't think there's good.
0: anything
1: else. I think we're done, aren't we? We must have gone on done. for about an hour. I think we have, mate. We've had a good old rabbit right? um,
0: Just I've enjoyed it.
1: So thank you for letting
0: me come on again. I always like coming on to talk with you, Sam. Oh, Cheers mate, Um, hopefully Nick will be back next week This is going to go out Tuesday Because Bank Holiday Monday Ain't worth putting it out on a Bank Holiday Monday No one cares Um, So it got out Tuesday Listen, Monday Club, we're out